Oh yes, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans, we've been gone for a couple weeks, so we figured we'd kick things up a notch. And Mach 5 sounds cool, but how about we hit Mach 6 instead as we... Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! Go! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. <laughs> sorry. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, We're here. Ben just exposed a <laughs> gashing wound to I have me. A, I don't know if you can see it on the camera. I have a, I have a pretty sizable... It's like... It's like a paper cut, but it was from a piece of metal on this chest I have at yeah, home. Yeah, if you cut your hand on a sword, yeah, it's and, like uh, a paper cut. Yeah, it's like the Evil Dead, where I half expect my hand to start talking to me and be like, Ah, do this! Yeah! Daisy, my daughter, just keeps going, Dada, boo-boo, ouch! Yeah, it's very she's sweet. right. She's very concerned. That's exactly what Neosporin. I said. Neosporin. This, ep- this week's episode is sponsored by Neosporin. Not officially, but... Not officially. You guys get but it. hey, if you want to. Hey, we're back! Sorry we've been gone. It was Halloween, and then I was out of town in Kentucky for my wife's best friend's wedding, but we're here, and that's what matters. I'm your host, Ben Begley, and with me as always... Jesse McIntosh. Yes. A.K.A. Channing Tatum. It's your boy, Channing Tatum. <laughs> I hope somebody's tuned in for the first time and super confused. If you are tuning in for the first time, just listen to about 35 other episodes and you'll get that joke, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Start with whatever movie we covered with Channing Tatum. Listen, I want you to know that it's it's been like a steady arc that we've gone on. And I'm telling, Yeah, I'm telling a story with it. And you just have to pick up yep. on the little bits and it's a full story if you yep. hear the whole thing. It's like the John Oliver uh, Scientology thing he just revealed. Did yes. you see that? No, not, I saw I saw like oh, a yeah. YouTube thing. He's been planting it. Yeah. it. Anyways. Uh-huh. So today uh, we, we had a list of suggestions that we've been compiling of Twitter, from Twitter, from YouTube. And uh, I sent the list to Jesse and we both decided on Speed Racer because neither of us had seen it. And I love the Wachowski siblings uh, as filmmakers. I've always thought that they were very visually dynamic and bonkers with this. I I think that even a film as silly as Jupiter Ascending, there's some really fun visuals in it. Uh, Cloud Atlas I thought was awesome. Uh, Nobody liked that movie or saw it, but I thought it was fantastic. I thought Tom Hanks was great in it. Um, Matrix, obviously. The second two Matrixes are oh, matrices. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they're okay. But there's something visually amazing about all of their movies. Um, I will say that most of their films are about 15 minutes to a half hour too long. And this film definitely suffers from that. Um, Leaning towards the half an hour version. Oh, it's of that. definitely a half hour yeah. too long. Now, having... Never seen it before, and vaguely, vaguely remembering watching the the cartoon when I was a kid. I just remembered the theme song, and it was about racing. I don't remember if it was about a pseudo death race, like you said. What did you say it was? It's a combo. Uh, yeah, a com- combination of death race, Mad Max Fury Road, and Disney's Cars. And and, and I said instead of Disney's Cars, I said Mario Kart. Yeah. it was what it, mm-hmm. for me it was Mario Kart meets Death Race. Yeah, is what it was. And um, so I, I guess the cartoon was that. I'm I feel terrible having I literally finished watching this movie before driving over here, so it was a mad dash. It's better than after driving <laughs> You're or right. while driving. You're right, but Stay I enjoyed. Safe. Uh, my my hot take on it was that I enjoyed it. I thought it was visually bonkers. My daughter sat with me for the last half hour and watched it silent. She was just like mesmerized by the colors. And and whenever the bad guy came on the screen, she'd go, Daddy, he yuck. He yuck. It's like she knew. <laughs> he's very astute. So it worked. She knows for- about your boo-boo and she knows that he's <laughs> yuck. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, if it just wasn't, we were talking before the show, like, all this movie needed to be was, my brother died, I want to be a racer, I realize all this corruption, and I want to fight the corruption, instead of all these inner workings of this other company trying to up their stock, and there's a, there's like a backstabbing with that, but then they're not really bad, and then the brother's dead, but not really dead, I didn't mind the brother not being dead, but... Why not have the family get the satisfaction of that reveal and have this big reunion at the end? I assume because they were hoping for a sequel. But <laughs> but this movie, like, when it kicks into high gear, it took me... I loved it in the beginning, how it started. And then when it gets into, like, the corporate stuff, I was like... Huh. And then as soon as it does that Battle Royale crazy... I forget what it's called, the race across the country. It was bonkers from then on. And so anytime it was racing or fighting, I was in. But and the family stuff was fun, but all the corporate stuff was just like huh, it reminded me of the prequel, uh, the Star Wars prequels, where it's just like these trade federations and set, it was like C-SPAN for Star Wars, you know. But- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But this was like just boring corporate schmoop. Schmoop, I just made up a word, you know. Anyways, but visually it's one of the most bizarrely filmed movies I've ever seen in a good way. Now now that I rambled for 35 minutes and we have no show left, how do you want to close it? Um, same. <laughs> Until next time. Speaking uh, no, of, it, <laughs> cheers. Coffee and water. Gotta get caffeine, gotta stay hydrated. My daughter's going through sleep regression. She wakes up at 5 a.m. every day. A really important balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so the, the only thing that I knew about this movie was that uh, no one that I know liked it. Um, I, no one I knew has seen it. Yeah, I remember when it came out, and I a, a couple people that I knew saw it and said that it was awful. And then I mentioned that we were going to do it. I mentioned to my wife that we were going to do it for the podcast, and she was like, "All I remember about this movie is that it's terrible." And I was like, "Oh, great! Bar is lowered." <laughs> yeah, and it was lowered just enough for me to enjoy the movie for what it was. I told you before we started, I don't know what the plot was. I can't tell you anything about the I could, corporation I could and corruption. Tell and you. I, I just like, I don't know what it, if they weren't clear or if I tuned out or if I like had an aversion to what was because ha- it was so it was in such stark contrast the like minutia of that to like the flamboyance of the visual yeah. that it it just like didn't compute for me. Not to mention they have like two or three moments where speed racers like. I just don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And it's like, no, you don't need three of these moments in the movie. But also, like, dude, your name is Speed Racer. Like, you're only going (laughs) to do one thing. In the whole intro, it's the best. In the whole intro when the teacher's like, your son is only obsessed with racing and we can't figure it out. Right. It's like if you named your kid Coke Fiend. Like, you're kind of... Yeah, you're... you're, you're, I don't know why I picked Coke Fiend of all the things I could have picked. I mean... (laughs) Velociraptor Fighter. This dude's going to find some Velociraptors to fight. Actually, that dude will be a Coke Fiend, ironically. Ironically, Coke Fiend will fight Velociraptors. There's a lot of weird names you can give someone that'll turn them into Coke Fiend. But... (laughs) But yeah, like I, it was just so funny. Like, first of all, they named his older brother. They they only had kids, what, like 10 years apart? 
<laughs> yeah. Like, that was weird to me. And yeah. then the other weird thing is they named his older brother Rex. Rex Racer, Speed Racer, and then... Don't know. They said his name a ton. Sure, I don't know. And I instantly forgot. I'm going to figure it out okay. while you keep you going. You figure it out. Because um, I'm going to need other characters' names. But this was certainly... Uh, they took a swing with this movie. And it was like... It was... They, the storytelling um, was done in uh, – almost there. Like portions of it were nonlinear. Like they would they would do montages of things that we hadn't seen. Yeah. Like the, towards the end where he's like imagining all the things that people told him. Yeah. Um, we hadn't seen any of those. So it was like a weird choice. We'd seen – I thought we saw Did all we? of them. Okay. So maybe I blocked out more than I thought. No. Yeah. They showed most of uh, – yeah. Well, that's Spr- good news. Spriddle. Jesus. Spriddle? That's why, his name's Spriddle. Spriddle Racer? <laughs> That oh god, you're just you you birthed a child that's gonna get beat up for the rest of his life. It's no wonder he only has a chimpanzee Not if as he's a friend. friends with a chimp. The chimp is awesome. What's the chimp's name? Uh, chimp. Wait, I'm so confused. Who Willie? Oh, Willie is the name of Chim Chim. Is the chimp okay? Chim Chim and Great. the monkey who played him's name's Willie. <laughs> yeah, so this is all go. good information. Oh, there's two monkeys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. I just fact-checked myself. There's Kenzie and Willie. There are two monkeys, because monkeys are very temperamental. Yeah, but people always give Willie the shine, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, so Kenzie appropriate. Doesn't, Kenzie you... doesn't even have a headshot Come on, on Kenzie. Here's the thing. Get it together. Every time I see a pet monkey on screen, I instantly want one. Right. And then, shortly after that, I usually hear a story of somebody whose face was not off by a chimpanzee that was their pet. Yeah. And I instantly go... They're not pets. Probably a bad idea. Right. <laughs> but I still want one. Yeah, they're wild animals. You know what I would love? An ex-girlfriend I had in college... Uh, her... <laughs> you know what I, I would love? love? Ex-girl... An ex-girlfriend. <laughs> no. <laughs> my, my, my ex in college, her sister had sugar gliders. Have you heard of these? No. They're like little baby flying squirrels with these adorable snouts. Okay. They're the cutest things ever, and you can toss them in the air and they glide. Huh. They don't but die. They're, but they're living... They're living creatures. Creatures. They're not like a Tamagotchi or whatever. No, I'm out. I'm out on all things that aren't supposed to be pets. No, they're awesome. They're <laughs> super hard to take <laughs> care of. Them. I'm, I'm out on having them as pets. I think we were talking about Speed Racer. I, I was getting things wrong about Speed Racer. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what happens when I don't bring in notes. No, but so the beginning... Sponsored by Sugar Gliders. The, the beginning has like a, a mon... Like, the yeah. whole there are a lot there are several montages. Well, there's a throughout. lot to take in in the beginning. Yeah, they just like throw stuff at you, and like they do it on a couple different timelines, and we're yeah. we're learning stuff about the present and the past, and all of like everything is sort of like just dumped on you. It's but head it's, spinning, and it's uh, so visually interesting that it keeps you engaged with um, with what's happening initially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like there are parts of it that I really liked, and the I think. You were saying beforehand, I don't remember if you said it on mic yet or not, but like the races and the fights were great. Um, yeah. The rest of it, not so much. And uh, yeah, it was probably a half an hour, 45 minutes too long. Yeah. And if they had just stuck to like... 145 would have been great. If if all they had done was, I don't, I don't know if, how badly I would... Like if the conflict within him was, I feel like I'm competing with my dead brother... Because it like, was great in the first in the, race. In the first he, race. That's what I thought it was going to be. When he lets his brother keep his record. Yeah. yeah. And if that's all it was, then that would this movie would have been phenomenal. But they turned it into like they, some other thing. They just hit the they hit the gas on a lot of things. You're on fire. Too hard. Yeah. Like the, hitting the gas on the visuals and, and the crazy race sequences and the 
stylized acting. Like everybody had kind of a heightened style, and then Speed Racer was very dry and just kind of serious. But they even gave like his younger brother way too many go- like him in small doses with Chim Chim. Uh, Sprittle and Chim Chim in small doses was adorable and fun, and you could see how kids would laugh. But then when you do it like over and over and over and over again, it's just an, th- this movie to me was a great example of excess, where you're just like. Oh man, I want to see a director's cut of this where somebody just cuts it down. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. Where it's just like, just because a movie about speed racing should not feel so clunky and long. Yeah. And this was, it really felt like they got in everything they wanted to get in. Like, no one was overseeing this being like, I mean, it was right. Maybe, at, maybe don't do so many face swipes across the street. It was street. right after the Matrix trilogy, so they could do whatever they wanted. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It was literally like they, they were able to. Some of the vi- most, I'd say 80% of the visuals I really loved, and some of it got to the point where I was like, I, don't, I can't, what's happening right now? Right. What is happening? Yeah. But I did think that this was the first time, uh, maybe one of only a few times, I can't think of any other examples off my, the top of my head, but I'm sure there's another example out there. But this is one of the f- one of the few times I've seen a movie that's from a cartoon that when it's played out in live action looks like a car, uh, still like a cartoon because yeah. the, the way it's shot, the way it's animated, it felt. I mean, obviously, it's it's real people in animated cars, right? So it's like the reverse of Roger Rabbit. It's it's so straight, and it took me a moment to get into it, the style of it, because I was like, "Oof, this might be too much for two hours and fifty minutes." And right when I started getting stoked on it, it was when all the corporate stuff kicked in, and twelve thirty at night hit last night, and I stopped watching it. And then today, when I started again, I was like, "Oh, okay, it gets better." You yeah. Know? But enough about that. Let's get into the plot in under three minutes. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, Ben and Jesse. Sure. Good luck, guys. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I can tell already. It's gonna be a giant train wreck. All right. All right. Here oh we go, God. Guys. Here in goes. Three, two. One. Okay, go. so we start off with Speed Racer in the locker room, and it's flashing back to the past where he's this speed-obsessed kid and getting in trouble in school and all that stuff, and his brother's this amazing racer, and his brother's teaching him how to race by saying, you know, don't steer, you drive, or something like that. We have the sound clip, we'll figure it out. And then his brother is in a fight with his dad. It's really, you don't fully understand why, and he's like, you shouldn't do this, you're turning your back on the family. And we think that he's just being greedy and going with the corporation, but instead he's trying to expose something, and then he dies in a tunnel, and then that's it. Now Speed Racer's racing and he's about to beat his brother's record and then he stops and doesn't and lets his brother still live on through his record but he still wins the race and then yes. he's fielding all of these calls come to our team we want to sponsor you for whatever the grand prix i guess yeah um and he a guy shows up to their home who's, in a who's purple like purple private in jet a, yeah in a jet uh and he takes them to see his like corporation basically he walks them through he's got the candy the on the plane that, ever. that skirtle <laughs> skirtle <laughs> Yeah, sure. Let's just call is obsessed with um, Spriddle. Spriddle. Uh, Skirtle. I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. Sp- sorry. Speed Racer uh, turns him down in the moment, and then he's like, "Oh, take your time to think about it." And then Speed Racer comes back and turns him down again, oh. and then he gives him this long lecture of like, uh, "This is about the money. This isn't about racing." Turns real bad real quick. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He goes full supervillain immediately uh-huh. and doesn't try and sh- hide his cards at all. He tells him that all the races are rigged from since the history of the World Racing League. 
speed race, his dreams are crushed because the 43rd Grand Prix that him and his dad fell in love with racing over and bonded over, it was actually, that was fixed too. So he's, and, he, and the guy is like, I'm going to destroy your family. And so for all this buildup, there's a brief moment where his family's reputation is destroyed before Racer X and Inspector Decked. Spriddle. Inspector Deck from Wu Tang Clan comes over. No, I'm kidding. He comes over, and with Racer X, and they're like, we're going to expose him. We're going to get into this street race. Uh, that's across the country, the something of somethings, and um, and if the three of us win, then we can go into the Grand Prix and we'll uh, expose that it's all about the stock prices or something like that for this other company in Japan. And then they they do this amazing race sequence. That's all, and there's a mob boss in there that was trying to beat up this very it's confusing multiple days, and they poison the Asian guy, and then yeah, I know it gets so confusing. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, and then the family shows up. They didn't know that he was racing, and then they help him like retool his car. Yeah, and then uh, they they end up winning. And then the mob boss shows up, and they end up fighting him in this really awesome, weird fight sequence. Yep, and they end up winning. And then, oh god! Oh, then they go on to the Grand Prix. Oh, they find out that they were screwed over, and that this is all just a corporate merger. And then uh, the one girl, the sister of the brother who screwed them over, comes and gives them her invitation to the Grand Prix, and so he goes and races. And basically, he whoops ass in the Grand Prix, knocks out everybody, and wins. And then we find out the Racer X is actually his dead brother, still alive. Yep. Look at that! We did it. We did it. We can go home. I feel good. I feel good. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Well done. Well done. Well done, Steve. Uh, uh, I, I do have a question right up top, and this is what I was thinking about through the whole movie, is uh-huh. they, there was, like, news coverage uh-huh. on his brother's death. But it seems like the goal of these races is to kill all the other drivers. They don't drivers. die, how do they not die? Did you notice they get they get uh, engulfed in like this like bubble wrap? The and Grand bounce. Prix, yes, but the one across the country, they're still bubble. They show it. They were like going down cliffs. They should, and like they, if you really because I really paid attention. I saw the bubble in like the the when the snake on guy, the track race when the snake guy falls off the cliff, a bubble uh-huh. shows up. Oh, I didn't notice because and and um, I think given Rex's de- if I'm understanding correctly uh-huh. after Rex's death. And deaths in that race before is when they enacted that safety protocol of like this Got bubble it. wrap stuff. Is what I where they basically become a human bouncing but then ball. How come when Speed Racer goes gets knocked down the cliff, he awesome. doesn't he doesn't turn into a because he didn't crash yet. It's like an ejector seat when you're about to totally wreck and bail. Oh, out. I remember. Yeah, I remember that because they had the guy like oh, floating down dude. in the parachute. I How awesome! Okay, that's one of my. I know I'm jumping way ahead, yeah. but when he gets knocked off the cliff. And his tires turn to spikes, and he rides down the cliff driving, and then launches and flips over and lands on the other side of the mountain and drives up it. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. There were so many visions. It felt like I was watching a a well-made video game movie. It did. Is what it felt like. Yeah. And if this was based on a video game, it would be considered one of the best video game movies ever made because it felt like that. It I felt... don't know if it would be considered that because again, in my mind, again, everybody hates this everybody movie. hates it, but me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I said, from what I saw, because as I said, I had to rush to watch it, so I had to fast forward through some of the family right. stuff and some of the corporate stuff. Um, sorry, 
I hope nobody out there is a well, super fan of this. I mean, clearly, I didn't absorb a hundred percent of this movie because, like, it, <laughs> it's weird I that I, I. It's so strange. I, I was like, wait, no, that happened. I was for real locked into this movie the whole time, and for some reason, just like maybe is were you home back. when the exterminator started? Did, no, did you get drugged? No, that wasn't part. Okay, oh, okay. well, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, it was, and let's, I did. Let's play uh, clip number one. This is the brother teaching him on what seems like the world's most dangerous track to be having a brother or uh, uh, teaching your little brother how to drive. What do I do? Stop steering and start driving. <laughs> okay. There's several. That's another thing we should say. Visually, this movie's awesome. Script-wise, there's a ton of lines that sound like they're taken from. It's almost like when you when you watch a foreign film and the dubbing has been done poorly, <laughs> yeah. and it's like mistranslated to a degree where you're like that sounds way too on the nose or way too we like there's so many lines in this movie like that where you're like oof well their whole their whole relationship built around like just feel the car like you need to have a relationship <laughs> it's a living with the thing car. and i'm like what? it's it, actually not it's not a living like, thing though. you can't feel a car when he's when he's stopped and at like, the end yeah there's only one way to restart it and he closes his he's eyes like, you tell me like, what you need yeah it like <laughs> that's that's not how the cars work. <laughs> Even in this world where cars can seemingly do everything. Yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, monster trucks where it comes alive and there's an alien inside. Right, of it. right, I didn't right. see that movie, it's by just, the way. It's just a car. It's just and a car. And, like, if there's a specific way to handle it, you have to know the logistics yeah. of that before you get in that car. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's strange advice um, given to you someone know, who, who doesn't know how to drive. Speaking, and he's dri- he's steering, and he's right. like 10, yes. in what seems like a death race. And at that point, I don't know if I fully had connected that they could bail out and 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 live if they crash. And I was just like, oh, this is just bad, brother. Yeah. I mean, you are a rebel, sir. I was worried, sure, <laughs> as his parents. Um, but the... Uh, the one takeaway, another takeaway I had from this movie, I like that I said the one after saying like 400. <laughs> the one takeaway out of 7,000. zero takeaways, so. Uh, is just how much damage they do to each other's cars. It's unbelievable. It's like, even when he's mad at Racer X later on and they're like slamming into each other, I'm like, don't you guys have a race? Like, what? I'm yeah. like, oh man. You still need to drive. How do you have a limitless amount of money to fix up these super fancy expensive cars? I get that your family owns a body shop. I don't know. But it eventually. Was, the, they, they didn't spend a lot of time dealing with the world. Because, like, that was another thing. Like, yeah. Where are we? And, uh, like, what what's going on in the world that this is, that races exist like this? It seems like this is all that's going on. Yeah. I would have loved, instead of all the corporate stuff, setting up, yeah, setting up the universe we live in. Right. Like, in 2000, blah, 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 this began. And, and just show us how it progressed to this. Instead of, like, hey, you're... <laughs> Right, you know, that's right. pretty much the whole movie. That was you <laughs> nailed impression. It. Nailed it. Uh, I forget what this sound clip is. Let's just play it. It's called nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you two doing? Nothing. Was that the same nothing that broke my last couch? No, that was a totally different nothing. <laughs> See, that's a, that's an example of Spriddle and Chim Chim being charming and funny, where they're they're fighting each other. In a throwback to anime where they're watching a Japanimation on the TV and then they start fighting each other in like half animated, half uh, live action. And it's fun and it's imaginative. And I can see if I'm a kid loving that. I can see a kid watching this for about an hour and then getting restless. That's the problem. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. 
No kids, even the new, even Incredibles 2, which is a fantastic movie, is still a little too long at two hours. And that's an incredible film. You know, it's it's a really good movie, but it's still just animated movies should be. I feel like I love Disney movies when we were growing up, like 88 minutes. Yeah. Out. Yeah. I wonder if they got like caught up with the fact that this is not all animated. Like I wonder if that if it had been all animated, if they were like, we need to fully make this a kid's movie. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know who this is for. I think that's the problem this did so bad is I don't know who this was geared towards except diehard Speed Racer fans. Yeah. I mean it I think kids because like as we found out at the very, very end of the movie, the the sort of like narrator and voice of the movie was Sparkle or what's the little boy's name? Spriddle. I'm going to get it wrong on purpose for now. (laughs) It was Sparkle. And he like, cause he jumped in and he was like, uh, like before the kiss, it was like, for those of you who aren't ready for this, it's coming. Yeah. Um, and he had like stopped a couple kisses earlier Mm -hmm. in the movie. So like he's, he's the one who's like, who's connecting with the audience in the mind of the creators of this film. But they just weren't like they 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 weren't super loyal to that concept no. throughout. No, yeah, I think I would love to I would love to just have yeah, I can't say enough just chop out stuff. But anyways, um that was a really funny moment. That different kind of nothing. That's such a precocious kid moment yeah. like Nope, that was a totally different kind of nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just think that's such a funny line to me. Um, and then, so basically, after his brother dies, there's all this, uh, there's, uh, he does this, he's grown up now, it's eight years later, he's doing his first race, and it's this epic crazy, where they don't even, they don't pull any punches, they just hit the gas in the big. I've said hit the gas like 700 times, and I don't mean to, but I have. Where the first race sequence is crazy and awesome, and they don't establish yet, which was confusing to me later on, they don't establish that you're allowed to use, like, weapons and things like that. Right. Like, that's just a straight race. And then the one across the country is, like, full-on Mad Max. And then the Grand Prix, I thought, would be more legit. But they're still just using no, weapons. No, they're, like... But then the guy got in trouble for, for using, like, hook. the... Yeah. I was like, but everything else seemed way... Yeah. <laughs> like, what's what's wrong with a, uh, uh, um, a hook compared right. to everybody it seems, else? It seems like you're encouraging violence here. <laughs> why don't why don't you just embrace all of it? Yeah. Why are there any rules? In are that there case? Be, and and how like normal races when you go there are dangerous to sit by the sidelines yes. for yes. at like NASCAR. This one they launch a car into one of the screens. It's just like what? Do you have to sign a waiver as you enter the park? That's like hey, if a if a car launches or if you get hit by a bubble wrapped person, uh-huh. uh, you can't sue us. You know. Well, again, like maybe this set is up just the world. part of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just set up the world more. I want to know the waivers. Yeah. Uh, let's play this next clip. Clip number three, My Religion. This is my religion. <laughs> Oof. This is what... So, uh, <laughs> so this is when he goes full supervillain. Yes. This is when... Uh, what is his name? Something Royalton. Mr. Royalton. Who cares? Robert Royalton. <laughs> Spirtle. Spir- Spar- it's sp- sparkly. Sparshall. Sparshall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, With an apostrophe. Here's the thing. All we needed was for Speed Racer to go there, see all this cool stuff, and immediately turn him down. Yes. Because then we, as an audience, go, hey, 
He's a hero because he instantly knew that this was a bad situation. Instead of going back home, mulling it over, sitting with Trixie, which, by the way, Trixie is such a bad side character. Like, she gets a moment to race and could be awesome, but they give her nothing to do. Wait, and so just to tag on to that also, like, she did a really competent job racing. Yeah. So am I just to believe that anybody can race? Like, we didn't see her in the car ever. Apparently, they... They mentioned once that she races, but, like, why didn't they show... Like, build the world more! But instead then, of all this corporate stuff, like, instead of a quick flashback of her punching a kid when they're kids, yeah, yeah. show her racing him on a bike or right, something exactly. when they're kids because, and establish she's a racer, too. Yeah, she's never, ever, ever in the car she's otherwise. She's just pining for... She's like, this would not pass the Bechdel test because she's just, like, pining for him the whole time. Yes. And just like the doughy-eyed, like, well, whatever you need, Speed, I'm here for you. It just like felt like something out of the 50s. Yeah. And I love Christina Ricci, and I was struggling to watch her scenes because she was given so little to do. So, well, to be fair, like, nothing sweeps a girl off her feet like just a complete dud of a of a four or five year old, however old he was in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was so disinterested in anything <laughs> except racing. Yeah. And I can't imagine anyone being like, that guy. That guy. Yeah. (laughs) So like I was saying, though, I think they should have just had him say no there with his family. His family's proud of him. And then he goes, and then that's when the guy goes off in front of his whole family where it's like, oh, man, this turned fast. Yeah. Instead of the whole sitting and thinking about it, coming back, thinking about it again in front of him and then saying no. And then the guy being like, I'm going to destroy you. And then having a three-minute sequence where his family's business is destroyed which clearly doesn't really do anything because racer x immediately appears but before that there's that awesome sequence with racer s uh, racer x rescuing the other racer from japan Mm -hmm. i forget his name i feel bad uh i can't remember everybody's name i'm gonna figure it out though um but that sequence is rad where like you think that there's this they're in like some mob boss's home and they're torturing the guy and they have piranhas and then you find out it's on a giant moving semi truck on the highway, and Racer X comes rolling up, and he's he has a machine gun on the side of it, and he's blasting through, and you see it, like all these colors and stuff just flying out, and everybody jumping in slow motion to dodge the bullets, and then the piranha tank le- leaks, and he puts his henchman instead of making the guy they're torturing put his finger in, he makes his henchman put his finger in, which is great. <laughs> we're just so awesome. We're just finding any like inanimate object that could have plugged that hole. Like also, there has to be something around. They know it's going to get eaten and you're just going to have to keep putting fingers in. Well, I you think did, like his bone remained. Yeah, they I didn't so. eat the bone. So yeah. he was like, just it's going to eat your flesh, but you'll have your bone. And there's a little bit of blood that comes out. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, good on you. Yeah. There's two moments that are a little adult. There's that. And then later on he says, get that weak shit off my track. And I was like, Whoa, Hey, that's a little, Settle down, big fella. I get in parent mode now where I'm like, if I was watching this with my kid, I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. That's why I understand when I was a kid and we watched uh, Adventures in Babysitting and my mom and dad would always cover my ears with nobody Fs with the babysitter. (laughs) Don't F with the babysitter. They'd be like, and I'm like, mom, I know what they're saying. We watched in junior year of high school, we watched the movie Election in English class. I've still never seen that. And uh, there were like huge chunks of it that that they covered the TV for. (laughs) And he was like, (laughs) our teacher was like, peak under to, oh, yeah. make, to find out when it was over and then he would let us watch again. We watched Return of the Killer Tomatoes in uh-huh. like 7th grade because it was with George Clooney and our teacher just brought it in and within 10 minutes there's a scene where the girl tomato uh, is in the shower and grabs a towel and her bare breasts push up against the shower and we're all 7th graders like ooh! Yeah. She instantly turned it off and put on Black Beauty instead. Oh, well, that's 
That's without George Clooney. Without George unfortunately. Clooney. Yep, 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 yep. I got to figure out that that other character's name. Uh, keep talking, Jesse. Uh, figure out something to yeah, say. Yeah. So uh, when, like, <laughs> like I just threw you under no, the bus no, no. there. <laughs> just like uh, Racer X. Uh, so Speed Speed Racer's decision not to go with this corporation. Taijo. I perfect. And his name's Rain. His real name's Rain. Yeah, it is. For a stage name. It's named Rain. Yeah, Taijo. So anyways. Um, um, so his decision not to go with the corporation, I, I liked the speech he gave before the villain went all super yeah. villain. But I think that we just had to, like, we had that false start in the, like, he should have shown him the place and then been like, take the day to, or take the night to think about it. And then had him come back instead of like setting this whole thing up with his family and being like, so what do you think? And him being like, I love this suit. I'm not sure. Wait, 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 wait. And then like doing that whole false start, Ugh. just being like, go home, think about it, have him come back, do that. And then he could be like, uh, great. Well, just so you know, I'm going to murder yeah, your family. There's about, fi- yeah, he's full of, let's, uh, cause he basically then says racing is all about money and money is my religion. Can we play that clip one more time? This is my religion. I could get totally political here, but I'm not going to. So you just insinuate what I would say that would trigger people that get annoyed by those kind of jokes. Listen, Ben, step then, on the gas, man. And then don't, replay it again. Don't be afraid. So anyways, um, let's see. Let's play um, clip number four, please. It's a German. About the monkey parts. <laughs> so this is when... <laughs> I'm not, I like playing the clips and not telling you what it is. Yeah. This is when uh, the kid and Stumper and Chim Chim are watching the grant, uh, are trying to watch the, the big race across the country, which has a very specific name and I can't remember. Um, but Oh, the Crucible. It's called the Crucible, but it's called something else. It's also called the Crucible. There's many names. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's like Daenerys Targaryen, where there's several yes. names for this. Yes. Um, so they switch it to a monkey channel and trying to cover up with the dad. Switch to and, a monkey channel. And, and, and he's like, it's in German, not the monkey parts. And I just thought that was really funny. It is very funny. I, again, that's when the kid works really well. The kid should only have been watching TV. Yeah. Every time movie. he's watching TV, he's great. He's great. When they get a little, like when they, when he's hopped up on sugar and like driving around like a Coke fiend or a Velociraptor fighter. Hey, yep. call back with Chim well Chim. Done. And they're driving around the big fancy uh, laboratories of Royalton's. And people are, like, zooming out of the way. It just got a little too wacky for me. Yeah, and when they were walking around in the trench coat and Chim Chim was on top. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of love that. Yeah. It's the You're a really tall chimpanzee. Yeah, in the trench coat. Make a better See, decision. Here, that moment would be fine if they hadn't just had a crazy, silly, like, too much moment. Yeah. Now I need to go rewatch the cartoon to see what I've been missing. I'm good. Um, but uh, <laughs> I got instantly. I was like, nah, uh, I changed my mind. So then there's an awesome Racer X um, <clears throat> rescue sequence. Uh, and and I forget how he gets him out of there. I forget how he gets him out. Well, he like it's throws just, him out. Yeah. He yeah, gets yeah. thrown out of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he picks him up and he's like, do you, do you promise to be with us on this? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, all right, see you later. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 So then they all, basically, there's there's a bunch of um, stuff that happens in, like, this corporate, uh, who, somebody's trying to drive up the stock of someone's, of this specific engine that's made in Japan. They're trying to ruin, we think Royalton's trying to ruin the company, but actually they're conning Speed Racer, and I don't know. 
who cares? Anyways, uh, <laughs> this is great. So, so um, they're trying to figure out if uh, what the in- the inspector knows, and this is Speed Racer trying to say like maybe he was wrong about uh, my brother's death, and just the alliteration and rhyme scheme here is fantastic. Can we play clip number five? Inspector Detector suspected foul play, but nothing could be proved. <laughs> Can you just play that again? Inspector Detector suspected foul play, but nothing could be proved. I'm going to challenge you. Please. Say Inspector Detector suspected five times fast. Inspector Detector suspected. 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 Oh! Inspector Detector... Oh. Hold Already on. victory. Inspector Detector... Uh, Inspector Detector... Uh, oh my god, I can't do it. Inspector Detector is suspected. Inspector Detector suspected. Inspector Detector suspected. Inspector Detector suspected. I want to keep saying accepted. I can't do but it. But that's not the it's word. too much. It's yeah. too much. Hurts my brain. I've been up since 5 a.m. Don't judge me. Anyways, I'm lucky I said Inspector Detector. We have, we've proven right it's, here definitively that I am better than It's ben. Inspector Detector. <laughs> well, we already knew that. <laughs> my wife says that every time. Jesse's the funny one. Uh, Inspector Detector. I like that. I like Inspector Deck if he was randomly in here from yeah. Wu-Tang instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the inspe- that's another thing. Like, we don't really... They spend so much time on the corporate stuff that we don't even really get to learn much about Inspector Detector. He just kind of shows up. And it's like, we all gotten to figure it out. I think he's French or German. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I like, don't know. I, everyone has a different accent. I don't world. know. But I would have loved to have known his relationship with the family a little bit more. Like, right. how, like, g- give me more backstory on that. Instead of a 40-minute speech from the bad guy going, we will destroy your family. This sure. is how he talks. This is my religion. But I actually, like... It's a pretty good impression. That's not even, bad. That was not bad. Can you do Channing Tatum as the bad guy in this? This is my religion. <laughs> Yes. I like that I laugh like a wheezy old man. <laughs> I, I have a like... very small hole to laugh out of. Um. <laughs> I mean, now I just turn it to the... Did you ever watch Wacky Races, the Hanna-Barbera cartoon? No. When we were kids? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a dog that was the sidekick to the villain on the show, and he would always laugh like... <laughs> and I always thought it was really funny, and now I subconsciously now do, you do it. it. Now you do it. You adopted it. But I just yeah. to like push back a little bit on that. I, like... He's so intertwined with like the stuff I didn't like about the movie. Mm-hmm. I could have done away with him. I could have yeah, done away. That's like, what I'm saying. Have him and make him matter, or don't have or him. Or don't all. have him. Just don't have him. Like, just really, this is it. it should about have the been family about the family and the brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have been about the family and the brother against corporate America. And I'm okay that they threw ninjas in. Sure, because that sequence was awesome. Yeah, which we have a title him. We'll get to in a second. But so after they win this race, this death defying crazy race that I can't even begin to describe. You just have to watch the Crucible race sequence because there was some of the most bonkers things I've ever seen yeah. in a film. Like like we said, it's imagine Mario Kart where you, instead of running over a question mark block and getting a weapon, they just have seemingly limitless amounts of weapons that they can do and they're launching... They're launching cars over each other. They're launching into cars and knocking them into another car and flipping them and spikes, all this crazy... It's insane. And for some reason, they have spotters and helicopters who are, like, <laughs> making sure everyone's His Australian mechanic safe. is... I love him. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. All right, speed racer, we're going to do this. It's so good. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It Always just, sleeveless. Yeah, Always well, showing the guns. I mean, he's ready to mechanic at any point. <laughs> he always brings the guns. <laughs> so there's this... So after they win, there's a sequence where they're all in this uh, hotel or something, and... 
these ninjas break in. So this is not after he won. This is like in in between the two days of the race, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They poison him yeah. so that he can't win. Right. And then that's when they have his sister be a proxy for him. And then Ro- Trixie switches with her, I guess, because Trixie's a better racer than her. I guess. Uh, they never, I, sure. Um, <laughs> and, and then, so, but they poison him, but they don't like kill him. They just give him something that basically makes him sleepy yeah. for a couple of days because it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Um, but there's this awesome sequence that, that, that works in the goofy, like, family movie tone where there's like the world's worst ninjas come in and get their asses whooped by Speed Racer. Racer X has a pretty badass fight scene. But, but it starts off badass with Racer X, then gets super goofy with the kid and Chim Chim, yes. with Spriddle and Chim Chim and Speed Racer, and then awesome again with uh, John Goodman. And I love that they do a super cool... This is just where they sum up exposition in five seconds, where it zooms in on his ring, and he's a world wrestling yeah, champion. Yeah, And he whoops this ninja's ass. This is Greco-Roman, I think, <laughs> Greco-Roman. is what it was. So yeah. He throws him like, through the wind. Anyways, um, the very end, when they've whooped these three ninjas to hell and back, this is what happens. Oh, my God. Was that a ninja? More like a ninja. Terrible what passes for a ninja these days. <laughs> Terrible! What I just wonder how many other interactions with ninjas he's had. I mean, back in the back in the day, he had some interactions in this with world, real ninjas. I think his name is actually Pops Racer, by the way, because it just says Mom and Pops Racer. Great. So Pops Racer Pops apparently, Racer. maybe when he was wrestling, he fought a bunch of ninjas in this world. He's had he's lived many lives. I really want to figure out a way to use that in conversation. Is like more like a ninja. Am I right? <laughs> Just see if I can fit that in. You don't have a ton of conversations about ninjas. I no, but I try. I do. Ask my wife. I try and like cram in other stupid jokes that I've come up with. Uh-huh. Like instead of saying like I'm done, I'll say I'm Dunzo Washington, and she's like, "Don't do that." Or, yeah. or I'm like, uh, "What is the other one?" Uh, I don't know. There's some other one. I, I use. So I always say because my wife used to say "Starvin Marvin," mm-hmm. and I just put a G on the end of both. Starving Marving. Yeah. <laughs> See, we do stuff like yeah, that to annoy some, our significant we do others. Dumb stuff. We do dumb stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but the the ninjas turned out like they started out kind of cool with the poison, like put like rolling yeah. the string down and sending the poison down the string so that they could get it while he was like hanging in the rafters. And then they go to full blow. Like dark. that was very yeah. ninja like. Yeah. And then they just lost it they after lost that. It. And then they never show up again. That was it. it was just... <laughs> so, it's like they crammed 13 episodes of television into one really it confusing actually, movie. Actually, yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's, yeah. that's what it's like. Um, let's play clip number seven. It's about playing. This. It's called a change of plan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're changing your plan. The changed our plan to change your plan. Right, Buzz? <laughs> so that's when the when uh, in the second leg of this death race of craziness, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 bad guy, the mafia guys, um, show up and they they shoot around them. Because it's a kids' movie again, and and they're like, we're gonna corner you, and and we're gonna double cross you, and we're gonna let the other guys win, and then there's again another really stylized. It should be a fight scene that I hate because normally I don't really like movies that take place in a completely green screen world. It usually throws me off, and in fact, in the beginning, and a lot of times when it was a wide shot, it threw me off a little because you could clearly see they were on a green screen. When yeah. it was closer up and the stuff was out of focus in the background. But like when they show up in the beginning in front of the garage and it looks like a 
painting behind yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think literally what it is, they just threw so much yeah. at you that you just can't focus on the fact that it looks fake. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just so much going on. Yeah. And this fight sequence is great between, like, everybody gets a cool move. Everybody gets to kick these mafia guys in the face. And, like, uh, Trixie and Speed Racer do this fun moment where they spin and then they, they get back to back and then they do a kick to... They, I don't even know how to explain it. This movie's one of those movies where, like, I can't... Be like, oh, and then this happens in this action scene because I'm like, honestly, it was a blur of awesome colors and craziness. Yeah, and so they they beat them, and then they get back in their cars uh, right in time to catch up with the race. They were that far ahead that they could <laughs> they they could be held hostage and fight ten mafia guys with sure. Tommy guns. Sure, and it was the one one section of the race where there were no cameras. I guess they said, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, we Convenient. checked. There, there are no cameras here. Yeah, okay. And then that's where they, they end up going through the tunnel where his brother died. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's this crazy sequence um, where he ends up launching around the tunnel and then uh, knocking the snakeskin guy off the edge of the cliff. I don't, I don't even remember now. It was so bonkers. And then he parachutes out. Yes. But, uh, and then he wins that. And <clears throat> that's when he's like, when we think, oh, all is well now. And then they're like, aha, another twist. This was all for a corporate merger. You guys are screwed again. And you're like, no, we already did this thing. Right. Just let him go on to the Grand Prix and just up the stakes. Right. But instead, it's like another power down for like 10 to 15 minutes of the movie where it should be ending. And they're like, hey, sorry we screwed you over. And then the sister comes over and gives him the invitation to the Grand Prix, which was such a simple way for him to get in. But they take so long to get him there. Yeah, and you're right. It should have just been like he won that race, and then the bad guy was like, oh, he's getting closer to ruining my whole plan. And that should have been it. And he should have just been allowed to be in the Grand Prix rather than like having this whole the stock thing and then having the – what was the guy's name? Haiju? Taijo. Taijo? Taijo. Taijo? Uh, Taijo. Got it. Got it. (laughs) Just say rain. Yeah, rain. Um the when, actor formerly known as Thunder. When rain, no, it's, he's not a storm. He's just don't like get a rain drizzle. confused with Sprinkle. He's just well, he's a drizzle. <laughs> sprinkle is the kid. Chim Chim is the chimp. Yeah, rain. Rain is the man who is a double cross them and then undouble cross yeah, them real quick. Yeah, and, and they're with, totally cool with it without even really seeing it happen. Yeah, there's a lot of corporate whatever. So we get to the, <laughs> this is my favorite. Sorry, the name of this sound clip is Beefy Pops. And um, so we're at the uh, the Grand Prix at the end of this movie, and they've souped up Speed Racer's car to make it just the, the, the fastest thing imaginable. Now it's not Mach 5, it's the Mach 6. And they've done it in 32 hours, which is four hours faster yeah. than yeah. previous, the other thing. But <laughs> at this point in the movie, it feels like we've been watching right. it for four hours, because it's taking forever. But... The Grand Prix's awesome, and right before he's revving the engine, and he looks at his dad and says this. Sounds beefy, Pops. I'm going to go for the low-hanging fruit here. Yes, please. My dad can be a gaseous human being. Can he? um, And specifically after my mom would make meatloaf, uh, which we never fully knew what was in the meatloaf. It was just the mystery meatloaf. Mm -hmm. And so we would have to deduce afterwards... And uh, I remember my dad just letting one rip. It was like a like a foghorn. And I looked at him and I said, "Sounds beefy, pops." We thought maybe it is beef. It's <laughs> disgusting. Could be. I'm better than that. Could no, be. I'm not. Did you know that Taco Bell for a while had to call their beef 
beefy because it wasn't actual. There wasn't enough beef in it yeah. for them to be it able was to a call pink, it pink beef. Goo. Yeah. Um, one. This is a uh, true thing. One of my dog's names is Beefy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and so she's the only one that barks. Yeah. Gracie is very calm and just like hangs out yeah. and is like old and deaf. And so it doesn't react to things. Um, but we'll arrive home and hear a little like yapping coming from our house. And I'll turn to my wife and I'll say, sounds beefy pops. I call her pops. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little nickname. See, I, um, it's very sweet. I was at the gym the other day and show off. There's this older guy there that was jacked and and I was just trying to get some workout tips from him and he went into this whole diatribe about high intensity training and and paleo diets and I kind of glossed over similarly to when I watched this movie and at the end he was like so does that sound good to you and and I'm me trying to be macho and cool I just looked at him and went this nope. is my religion. <laughs> well, that too. But no, I said... Sounds beefy, Pops. And then I went and did the same routine I always do, because yeah, it was just way too confusing. Yeah, did. I needed to voice note record him so I could listen to it later. Sure, sure. You know, I... Um, he lost me after he went into technicalities. Just just like this lost me in Corporateville. <laughs> could he see your eyes glaze over? Just, I guess not. Just like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I checked out for a second there, like my brain went somewhere else. Where'd it go? I don't know. We should figure the astral that out. plane. We should Whoa. Figure that out. Anyways, God, I feel like I'm like stoned. It's weird what sleep deprivation will do to you. Yeah. We were in the, in the Midwest, and my daughter, since we've been back, has gotten up every day at 5 a.m., and it has been. Anyways. She's used to farming? <laughs> Screw you, daylight savings time. No, because she, she got on the time zone over there. Got it. That Anyways, what were you saying before I uh, threw us off track again? Uh, yeah, hey, so, racing pun. Yeah, there it is. Um, I was just going to say that, uh, that you know, like you talk to your dad, and he, like, especially when you're younger and he, like, doesn't know the words people are using. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. He uses, like, groovy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I would just mess with him. And he would be like, Good call. hey, so this is our plan. Uh, how's that sound to you? And I'd just be like. Sounds beefy, Pops. And so I got him saying beefy for a while. Yeah, and it made everybody to, feel To replace weird. cool, yeah. I would love to see other situations where they're like, um, so do you like my uh, proposal for the new blueprints of the uh, the design building? And he's like, yeah, sounds beefy. And they're yeah. like, so scale it down? Pardon me? Or, nope, sounds beefy to me. I'm still unclear what what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, it. Let's uh, maybe work on your own for a while. <laughs> Pops. <laughs> All right, Pops. Yeah. Uh, so now, um, God, I don't remember this one. Let's just, it's Teach Me Something, and I'll know it after I hear it. Okay, Mr. Two-Time okay. Grand Prix, five-time WRL Future Hall of Fame. Teach me something. Okay. So this is the end. Uh, <laughs> clearly, I did this right before the show and can't remember anything, which is weird because I just watched it. But um, this is the Grand Prix. It's an epic sequence where, again, I thought there was no weapons allowed, but they're fully destroying each other left and right. And it's down to him and the uh, cannibal. Yeah, cannibal. Cannonball, cannonball, or something like that. The guy who's won everything. Uh, it's down to neck and neck between those two. And they say a lot of things back and forth to each other with no microphone or way to... Right. And I think we talked about this during Death Race, too. Right? 
Did we watch Death Race? Yeah, we did. Where it's like, are you like? I love that in racing movies. It was like, is that what you want? But we do it in real life too. Yeah. How many times have you been like, hey, screw you, man? I remember there's a time where. I had turned around and this guy thought I cut him off, whatever, yada, yada. We're screaming at each other and we realized both our windows are up and we're just losing our voice by, yeah, I was like yelling at the top of my lungs and we had to just look like crazy ant, like dogs when they're barking sure. at you in the window. Like, it's like, what are we doing that for? Why don't I just mime what I'm saying and not be so angry? Like, you know, you know what I've started doing? I may have said it on the podcast before, but what I've started doing when someone does something dangerous, it cuts me off in traffic, anything like that, is I just start applauding and it makes me feel better. Yeah. And anyone who sees me do it appreciates that I'm doing it. So I, that's, that's my move now. I, and wave, you guys can have I wave and smile and it makes people more mad. Yeah. If I'm like, have a nice day. They're like, yeah. let's play that clip again now that I have a, a setup for it. This is him listing. It's like when they meet, like I said, Daenerys Targaryen again. This is him listing all yeah. of his credits before beating him in the race. Okay, Mr. Two-time Grand Prix, five-time WRL Future Hall of Fame. Teach me something. Yeah! That's when he says, get that weak shit off my track. And I was like, oh, Whoa. <laughs> oh, my stars and garters. Whoa, he taught you something. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so then he wins the race. He's about to kiss the, the girl. Uh, he's about to kiss Trixie, and um, Sprinkle shows up with Chim Chim. Sporklift. Sporklift. <laughs> Sporklift shows up, freeze frame for the first time right. the entire movie this right. ever happens, and he tells the audience this. Warning, the following image may be unsuitable for the uninoculated or cootie-sensitive viewers. <laughs> Which I, I am. I'm laughing like a... <laughs> Ah, I loved it. I, I had a blast with this movie. It was a little too long, but but you know what? Good for them for going full tilt. Hey, it's unstoppable with with what they wanted to do. You know, so I'd rather them have a pure version of their vision and go a little too far with overstuffed plot than, oh, 100%. than pull back on the visuals. One hundred percent. That's all the time we have. Uh, sorry to get right up to the wire there. We 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 almost. Uh, one by a nose to that didn't make any sense. I lost You're it. Trying Anyways, too hard now. Until next time, Jesse. Where can they you can find, find you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at too much Jesse and for sketch at the Prom Losers. And you can find me in the comments section when people rip me apart for my bad puns at the end of this that failed miserably at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. And also, uh, I've said this before: Funhouse Massacre has a second life. We uh, we're gonna hopefully be on a new demand service soon. We're not sure yet. We're trying to push for Shutter. So if you know people at Shutter, tell them. But also, we have new T-shirts available through. Ter Terror threads. You can get Funhouse Massacre t-shirts. I don't get any of the money. I just think they look cool, so check them out. I get some of the money. <laughs> Jesse weirdly does. Until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.